0: I'll be hook you up, some.
1: maybe a little beer powder.
0: Yeah, that seems silly. Mm. Well, uh, listeners, welcome to another episode of the Fellows Five I love, podcast.
2: I love Kevin's, like, we're done here. Like, well, like, stop that nonsense because now I'm getting into the girl man stuff. Why are think, you? I, I, to- I think <laughs> it's cute when you do that. Nobody
1: again. interrupts you.
0: This, this is his not- revenge. This is this the Warren's revenge. <laughs> um, his revenge, I mean- sure.
2: You know, I, I edit this anyway, so I'll probably pick some random point and start it, so it doesn't no, you're matter, lying. but yes. We're right. a liar. Oh, we could have left it. It. It'd be like 45 minutes of, of pre-chatter chatter. Christopher, of
0: uh, uh, love Yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Fellows 5 podcast. Um, I hope you guys are having a good week and a uh, successful and fruitful September so far. Mm-hmm. Um hope if you have uh children they've gotten back into the swing of things and that uh you know, all is well. Um on that note I'd like to go around to the fellows and see how everyone is doing. I'll start with Chris. So
3: on, fellas, as always I'm tired. Um I uh, helped my cousin move um out of um an apartment today. That's why I'm tired and normally I don't like people but I I don't help you to either I have jury duty or I have <laughs> diarrhea but it's my cousin alone I have to move. Um, but other than that, uh I'm very happy to be with you and that's really good by the way. So if anyone
0: say yeah, I have thank a, you. I'm good. Chris is uh, having a little bit of technical difficulties, but um I think we got most of that. Um I
1: heard diarrhea
0: moving and uh grateful to be here something like that <laughs> let's go with uh, let's go with doc
2: hi guys so uh before well actually i'll do it no no i'll do it first so um today is the beginning of uh the celebrate or the recognition of uh hispanic heritage month so mm. happy hispanic heritage month um to the folks that celebrate it. just wanted to make Indeed. sure we did that um i'm yeah. good what? what did you say what was that
0: I thought like we're having a lot of technical difficulties. Is is it just me or, or is there a oh, lot of a lot of no, things across?
2: Yeah, I thought so. Um but yeah, uh I am doing well. I have had Love. a few good days and yeah. Feeling good. Glad to be here with my people. So yeah. Sweet. Doing. Rio. Uh yeah. I'm
4: doing all right. I can't complain. Can't complain. Girls are doing good school. Um, yeah, I'm good.
1: I don't
0: really have any uh anything going
1: on other than that. Cool, Mr. King. Hey everybody. Um, I, I as always I like to be acknowledged. Um, so <laughs> I got my stick now. I like it. Um, so things are going well. Um, a lot of blessings and uh, just i'm I'm in the process of nesting, getting ready for uh uh yes, young one to make his world premiere um still some time away, but definitely getting some things done for that and uh I got a lot of nonsense going on at work, so that's gonna be fun um nonsense that includes on Friday I may be doing some t v and radio interviews, which I am not at all in favor of but You know, that's going to be a whole different conversation and we'll see what happens if they give me a live mic uh, in front of a recording device to be aired to the public.
0: Um, It's the same thing we do every Wednesday night. Um, But I like y'all, though. (laughs) All right. We'll just pretend you're talking to us. Um, (laughs) But um, on those notes, yeah, things are well uh, solid start to the school year for for Blake and. I mean, yeah. I guess that's that's the only uh only kind of new development. Work's been fine. This this work from home environment has persisted for me. Um, so you know, it's good, but it's also like, all right, like you know, a new new uh, environment would be nice every once in a while. But um, but yeah, other than that, things are good. Um, so yeah, let's jump into today's topic. Um, today we will bring you a conversation around success. And satisfaction. Um, How do you define success? Is there such thing as too much success? Um, Where's your level of satisfaction? Um, Are you ever satisfied? Um, What does that mean? What does it look like? Um, So those are the kind of things we want to talk about today, and um, perhaps some of the situations that we may find ourselves in when we ask ourselves, all right, like is is this cool? Like is it okay to? to settle here um so um i think i'll start with a story right so we often talk about uh you know great american poets or sometimes canadian poets and uh on that canadian note you know i mean we talk about um the song successful right i want the cars the money wait i want the the hose I suppose i just want to be i just want to be successful right that's what what Aubrey Graham says, and um what is it? How do we define success so i will start with quan what, what how do you define success
1: Well first, let me start off with the the textbook definition of success it's uh, meant mm. of an aim or purpose um so for me personally um success has kind of changed um, as I've grown and evolved and matured. Um, When I was younger, I remember a sermon by a pastor whose message was, um, it was success versus versus significance. Mm. Oftentimes we strive to be successful when we really ought to be striving to be significant. And I always kind of like, I took that kind of to heart and really thought about that. But as I've as I've grown and matured, um, you know, when I was younger, I imagined success looking like this or doing this kind of thing, driving this car or um, living in this place, et cetera, et cetera. Um, not realizing that, like, how how to even get there, and what what it takes, and what what I need to do to be able to even like get to that point. Um, and then being an adult now and and having experienced a lot more, you know, being able to look back and not even just look back, but like look currently at the moment and say, like, I've reached a certain level of um, success where I feel very comfortable, like where where I am and things I've been able to accomplish um, have have meaning. And I've reached a level of significance as well, in terms of what I mean to people and what I mean to I say uh, an organization, or to my community, or you know, to my friends and my family. So, um, for me, in, in an odd way, kind of circling back, being significant in some ways is being successful because I'm I mean something to somebody, and it's not just about having things or acquiring a certain status. It's about having an impact and having a, a common connection with people that, you know, I, I want to have connections with.
0: I like that. I like that. Um, anyone else want to share?
2: I'll jump in. in. Oh, oh No, you got it. Go ahead. You got it.
0: I think, yeah, I, I
4: kind of to, to quiet success, I guess when you're younger, like you view it as like some tangible thing. Like you said, like some house or a car or, you know, some clothes or some shoes, if it was me, um, you know, something like that. Whereas the older you get, you realize it's the process of getting to a place where you may be able to attain those things. Like that's the the process of becoming successful. Um, damn, I had something in my head and now I feel like I'm losing it. Um. Yeah, I think I might have lost it. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> we'll have
2: come, have back come back to you. Hey, you
4: might have come oh. back. To me. Oh, good. All right, Doc.
2: Um, I think yeah, I, I agree. Um, with some of what has been said about success already, I think when the term success is kind of thrown around or used conversationally. I think there is this overarching thought, right? So if someone is successful, right? Are you successful? I feel like what happens is we end up thinking about we look at our whole lives and we look at, you know, a a, a longer period of what we're doing. Maybe let's say we're working on a project at work or or we are trying to do a thing in our personal lives. Um and I feel like when we speak about success, we're looking at some very longer um, time periods. When kind of going to the definition that Quan gave us or Quan shared, I think it's it's specific, right? And yes, it could, you know, a specific thing or, or um, a project or an accomplishment or goal or what have you. I think, sure getting landing this big uh client at a job or doing this big thing i think is a big it can be a successful thing but i think when we're talking about when i for me anyway when i hear success i feel like what's really being asked is if i find myself globally or generally speaking to be successful and i don't know if that is really the most appropriate um usage of it i feel like kind of to the definition Success is very specific. Like, are you successful in this area? Have you done this thing? Uh, For me, if I'm looking at success, kind of, kind of what I'm, I realize other people do and everyone does is kind of looking at this big picture. Success for me, I use as an umbrella term. So, am I successful? Do I find myself successful? And I, I think success is this idea of getting it, of doing the thing that you want to do. So. Yeah, I think it is a specific accomplishment, but I feel like when it's talked about, it means, like, over a lifespan, like, are you successful? Do you find yourself successful? So I feel like I said a lot of words to say not too much, but I guess that wouldn't be different for me.
0: No doubt. Chris, you want me to go or you want to go?
3: Well, as, as far says I always agree with everybody, so I agree. Next, you, can, you can go now. <laughs> no, I, 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 But in in all seriousness, though, uh, I think success changes as as um, you get older. Like when I was younger, uh, success was like going to college and getting a degree and getting a job. And then it's like, you know, making this amount of money by the time I was 25 and this amount of money by the time I'm 35 or whatever, like whatever it may be. So that's that's kind of how I measure success uh, when I was younger, which I think might have been said beforehand. And now, um, success to me is just really just being able to take care of my family um, and live a a fairly comfortable lifestyle uh, where I can pay my bills <laughs> and not live, you know, uh, beyond my means to so live paycheck to paycheck, uh, but where my, my family is taken care of. Um, so that to me, that's that success for me moving forward is where I can uh, hopefully one day live debt free um, and 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 just take care of my family and just be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. So to me, that's what success is, but I think it does change as you, um, as you get older and it's part about, I think it's part of just having goals. I mean, you have goals in life and, um, once you achieve that goal, uh, hopefully you, you have the motivation to have other goals, um, and, and try to achieve that. But, you know, that's, that's just kind of how I view success in, in my own, um, uh, my own personal life, I guess. So that's all I got. I
0: like it. I like it. Um, And I know that although we've had these definitions and, you know, the one that Kwan read. Kind of sounds like success should be something that is. Tangible or have. um, Some some outcomes attached to it, Um, I kind of disagree with that view for me personally, like, you know, originally as initially, as as everyone has said, I, th- I think it was a picture, right? So when I was a kid, I identified a picture that I wanted my life to look like by a certain age, as Chris said, too. And um, once I attained that picture, I was supposed to feel now I'm successful. Um, what I found, you know, so this this is not even that long ago. It's not even ancient history within the last three, four years. Um, I had done most of the stuff I wanted to do. Um, and I didn't feel great, per se. Like, I felt like, okay. Um perhaps even for a little part of my life, I was satisfied a little, but I still wanted more. So maybe not. (laughs) Um, I had, I had a job that was well-paying. I had my degrees. I had a house, um, did the whole American dream, had dogs, had a kid was married. Um, and then, you know, over, over some time, all that went away and the rebuild, um, which is still kind of a process, I found success kind of more in, in a state of mind or, or 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 an appreciation for being able to endure. And, and there was no, there was no status. There was no, I got to make, you know, I got to make my first million. I got to, I got to drive a Porsche. I got to have a house with a, a swimming pool. Like I didn't, I let that go, Um, and it was more so of just kind of being like, all right, you worked hard to get to where you are. Um, There's some comfort, as Chris was mentioning, in being able to take care of your loved ones. Um, But kind of just being in the space where it's like, the people who love me, I know them, I love them well, I appreciate them, and that felt like, for the first time in my life, um, like it was enough. you know, what I mean. So like, for so I, I've kind of redefined it for myself. as kind of just having, you know, the ability to wake up every day, look yourself in the mirror, and be like, I'm in a good spot. Like that's that's successful to me. Um, without thinking about, because you know, a lot of part through this time, like I said, my family dynamic changed. Um, I was unemployed for a while, so like I didn't have those normal kind of bellwether things you would go to sit, to mark off to check the box. Like all right, bet this job cool I've advanced I'm a CEO I'm a entrepreneur I'm a vice president I'm a whatever yet that goal was, you set out for yourself was that was gone for me um I want to make six figures I want to make 250 I want to make five hundred thousand I want to make a million that was gone so then it was like all right tangible things I can make I can I can be concerned with how how good of a father I am how much energy I put into being a dad and love, and then how do I make sure I'm there for the people who matter, um, and, the, and the people I matter to, how to grasp that. So for me, I think that's where success is. Um, where I'm thinking about satisfaction, I am really hard to satisfy. And like, not saying, I guess you can take that a bunch of ways huh? when they come off like that, but like, um, I, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't know if it's part of the competitiveness, but like if I accomplish something, I want the next thing. So like I, I've, I've been trying to be more mindful of like being in a spot where like this is really tough. You, you accomplish something like enjoy it, be happy with it before moving on to like, all right, bet. Now I gotta do something else. I've never, I've never been able to like stop and smell of roses enough. Like I do it periodically, but like not enough for me to be like, to be satisfied. Um, So, I feel like that's for me, it's a measurement. That's that ultimate satisfaction is probably unattainable. Like, I think I'll be happy in the moment, right? Like, we play prime example, right? We're playing basketball Sunday, couldn't make a shot the first game, competed well, played hard the first game, tired. Should have been sat. I wasn't satisfied with, like, this is a good showing. Like, you got other people that can play in here. Like, I was like, nah, I got to (laughs) win. You know what I mean? And then, even after that, if we were still younger, I'd be like, let's do one more. Like, it was no, for me, it's no, I got to work on that. Like, that's not, that's a goal of mine. Um, as I get older, um, and then things slow down and I can start appreciating, you know, kind of my story more, but I got to be able to stop and smell the roses some more, but, um, satisfaction is something that hasn't been attainable for me. Um, and, and a lot of levels of life, like I always kind of want more. Um, what, what do you guys think about that?
1: Uh, I got a couple things um one to speak specifically to it, um, have you ever thought about purpose like the the reasoning why why things exist or why you do things?
0: I mean, my purpose, you know, yes, I think about it often like and I don't know that I'm always fulfilling it um I feel most I feel like I'm feeling my purpose most when I'm working with kids um or somehow able to provide encouragement or or inspiration you know what I mean like I think that's my ultimate purpose So whether that be coaching like I feel happy obviously coaching or mentoring or um you know I've taken a number of jobs throughout life where um I'll have a team of younger folks and you know you're listening to what their ideas and 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 goals are and you're kind of pointing them in the right direction um, so my purpose is somewhere along that line. I get there numerous ways my My current job is not specifically geared toward that, but I kind of get there in different ways. I mean you get there even through being a parent or being a an uncle or whatever you want to be um but yeah, I, I've thought about that too, but even that it's like <laughs> it's always more Quan. um but yeah go ahead. well to, to,
1: to be I me mean, i guess to be to be more clear. I'm not necessarily referring to your purpose, I'm referring to the purpose of the different things. So say for instance, um, us playing pickup, us playing basketball, right? The purpose behind that, you would say is what?
0: Me specifically? Yeah. <laughs> um, There are multiple purposes behind it, right? Um, I think, you know, probably the most important one is fellowship. Then the next one is probably the exercise um, to make sure that everyone's doing something active and directly that's going to benefit us down the line so we can continue to, to fellowship into our 60s and 70s and whatnot. Um, but often at the top of that list for me is to win. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So, um, and that's not necessarily the most important piece. It's important to me. but I know the bigger picture is that this is quality time I get with my guys. It's something that we've enjoyed doing for the last almost 20 years together. So like, let's enjoy this for what it is. And then once I get that through my mind, it's like, all right now, let me kick their ass. So.
2: Okay, <laughs> yeah, but I think part of it is uh, a <laughs> part of. I wonder if part of the reason that you don't always feel satisfied is because you have these different purposes, right? You you. It's not like you go and like if the purpose is just a fellowship. Because think about me. You guys know mm-hmm. how I play. Like some days I'll be terrible some days i won't be as terrible but i'm there to spend time to fellowship right i'm really there to spend time with my people um so the laughs the jokes like just the activity just kind of being able to engage is my purpose um but that's my only purpose right or versus or in comparison to you having these few different purposes and one of them being performance right that i think that can impact other purposes and i think it could speak to why you may not always feel like you've gotten to that place you want to get because it's not a purpose it is purposes and it's like all right i've I've done three of them but i still have two more left or i'm not done with my list so i don't feel satisfied because there's still more that i'm going after or trying to get
1: or one's more important than the other and i don't feel like i achieved that one so the other doesn't matter right
0: that happens sometimes for sure
1: and and not that this is an intervention but you, you, it might be helpful as an exercise to think about the purpose of the other things that you have as well, to just make sure that you're framing those properly. And you might find a different level of satisfaction as a result in terms of like dynamics with other people or, you know, opportunities or instances or or anything like, you know, the one thing that that was very important for me coming back to work for the city was that I had to under re like repurpose myself for the city, not be an employee, and an agent of the system, but more so use this system as an opportunity to do things that I felt were important. Um, and in that regard, I'm less frustrated with the the shortcomings of the system because I already know that's the case. I'm more frustrated with the system getting in the way of what I'm trying to accomplish of in, in in my purpose of trying to like do x y and z. So um that that could be useful, I feel, to help get you feeling more or at least understanding seeing more of the satisfaction that is that is there um for you. Cuz it's there, bro. You got a lot of satisfying things
2: going on in your life bro well well i think that's for the individual to decide i am up i am up am O. okay i am, okay? I am absolutely absolutely <laughs> but, and i think that's but i think that's what we're really talking about um satisfaction and success or one versus the other because the truth is and this is a belief that i have if i am satisfied i am successful right like if i am feeling the way i'd like to feel i have i have done it i have gotten to that that mark i've gotten to that that pinnacle that place that i was trying to go um and we have to be, i think it's important to be cautious when we assign that value for someone else or to someone else and what they're looking to do because yes i I could say, you Kevin, you were playing great that first game even though you didn't feel good, you know, you were kind of getting your legs together, you know, just getting motion together and you were you were for just kind of starting out, you looked great. And you might have said, "No, I didn't. I looked like poop. I wasn't where I wanted to be." So I might have said, you know, for just coming back out, just getting started just for the opening whatever, how many 10, 15 minutes, you were successful in or you, you could be be satisfied, right? And you would say, "No." So I think we have to be careful with the value assignment for someone else because it depends on what markers other or folks are setting for themselves, which can determine how they feel they're doing. But then the question I think the big question that we beg is is satisfaction enough or can satisfaction be enough?
1: Before we jump into that, let me also define satisfaction textbook.
2: Okay. Which which textbook is this, just so? Uh, this is the Merriam-Webster?
1: Textbook of dictionary definitions.
0: Dictionary.com?
1: Yeah. Either that or Merriam-Webster, one of the two. Um, satisfaction defined as fulfillment of one's wishes, expectations, or needs, or the pleasure derived
2: from this. Mm. So I think to that first point, Satisfaction and success can be the same thing, I think, and again, I think this is just kind of um like the connotations that we you know just generally put on things when we talk about satisfaction. I think we are speaking to the latter part of that definition or the second half of it or the other half, which is uh the pleasure derived from doing a thing um, but I think it's interesting that satisfaction and success can be synonymous because Satisfaction as a process or as a verb, if I can, if I may, um, like while you're doing doing a thing. Well, yeah, satisfaction is not a verb. I, I'm, I do understand the language, everyone listening. Um, but as a process, satisfaction is getting to a place of success that can be, it can be seen as, as how you feel on your way to getting to that end point which I can either be satisfaction or success. Um, but I think it's just the way we think about it.
4: Well, so my wanna, thing is, those could be opposites as well.
2: True. Um,
4: Cause I can be very satisfied with my effort and be unsuccessful. Unsuccessful for who? So we're playing a game. I'm a coach of a team and I'm coaching my team and I'm very satisfied with the effort they're putting out on the court, field, whatever you want to call it but they come up short and
0: don't win the game. That's a great, I love that, because there's so much Except, going on oh, there. Except a, what? So what's is, the is, purpose, though? Right, is winning, was winning the goal, right? And, and yes. some would say winning is always the goal, but what if, what if, what if you're a coach, right? You got a team, um, you're coaching high school basketball. You got freshmen and sophomores. Um, you made it to the state playoffs against a team that's all seniors, um and all the newspapers, whatever. Um, it's a big deal. Newspapers are like, ah, this is a young team. They've punched the butt of their weight class. Um, they knocked off some great teams. Like, this is a great story. Um, the other team's favored by like 25. They got three D1 players. Like, this is a great run, but like, it's probably going to end here. If you lose that game, you gave it your all, but you still lose by five. Call it. The season is probably still a success. i t- but that game is not
4: yeah right so that, so that that's perspective that's perspective that's, perspective. that's
2: a tough one value that's tough assignment
4: perspective
2: yeah that's the value assignment piece that i'm talking about because I, and i may and i, I
4: may be super satisfied i may be super satisfied with the output of my guys but it was still unsuccessful yes my season may be because i had a bunch of freshmen and sophomores and we got somewhere where nobody expected us to be sure but if I had my players and or myself believing or with the expectation of we want to win it all, regardless of all of this. We were unsuccessful, but I was very satisfied. I got you the effort or the way they played. I'm just I'm just stating that as an example of them not being the same. 'Cause you I said you. that they were synonymous. So I was just stating there are instances where
0: that's not the case. How much how much you I just wanted to debate it a little bit. um that's all. Okay. All right. Anyone else?
1: I was actually gonna do a little warning and play a little devil's advocate on that. Um, so when I coached eleven and eleven and under? Yeah, eleven and under, um, for basketball, a lot of these kids. Their first time ever touching a basketball, even playing any sort of actual organized um, under the whistle kind of kind of play. Um, And for me, it was getting them to understand how basketball is played and just the really basic fundamentals of we play defense. um, Here's what our defensive strategy is. On offense, here's where you need to be. And we need to just make good passes. And if you're open, shoot the ball. I don't care what position you play. I don't care anything else. The the entire object and purpose of this is that you guys are in the right positions. You guys are moving the ball around. And eventually we find a weakness. And then we just shoot. And through that, you guys will understand at least one element of basketball. Just a, a very basic fundamental level that to be 11 years old, you, you should know, you know, just these, some of these, some of these basic things. And so for me, we had some success. We were a very defensive oriented team. Uh, we, we stopped a lot of other teams in terms of their offense. Um, offensively, we weren't super great, but at the same time, we scored a lot off of defense. You know, we got a lot of turnovers. We got a lot of fast breaks. Um, And, you know, we got all the way, like, deep into the playoffs and nothing we lost in like the semifinal or something like that. Um, And, and whereas, you know, the kids were a little disappointed at the end of the day, all the kids had fun and they found satisfaction in being able to kind of understand what they were supposed to do and to go out there and do it. And although they may not have been, successful, you know, I had a bunch of coaches that were complaining, like, why don't you just why didn't you do this? And I'm like, look, like, they're 11. If they really want to continue doing this, they're gonna have plenty of opportunities to be great. This isn't about that. This is about them just playing basketball and learning how to do all of this stuff. That's not my goal isn't about winning, winning at all. Like, my goal is like, these kids want to get introduced to this sport. And fall in love with it for themselves. So let me just give them some of those like building blocks and some of those breadcrumbs to make their own decisions and like to really go to that next level. Um, And in that, I felt like I was successful, even though, you know, we didn't quote unquote win the championship. For me, winning the championship would not have meant anything if I just had a team full of ringers and we just like crushed everybody. I would not have been satisfied with that because I would have been like, well, anybody could have done that. I didn't need to coach. I didn't need to spend any time or invest any of myself. I could have just been like, oh, you got it. Go ahead. So for me, satisfaction, though, um, I don't know. I haven't, I've never thought about being satisfied. Um, I think part of that comes from just a general level of selflessness that I've had that I probably uh, picked up from my mother when I was younger. Um, But rarely, I don't know if I've ever thought about being satisfied. It, it, it almost seems like a foreign concept to me, um, and it's strange because I'm a generally happy person. I, I have accomplished some things, and I've I've lived a, a very um, satisfying life, um, but I, I I can't say that I'm that I've ever thought to myself like you know I am. I, I've reached a level of satisfaction or I'm satisfied. Now, now to be fair, like I can say like I'm satisfied with this outcome or I'm satisfied with this result or I'm satisfied with my station in life, et cetera, et cetera. But to say that, like, there's been a fulfillment or anything like that, it's I, I'm I, I honestly feel as though I'm too selfless to think about being fulfilled personally. I think more so about what I'm able to give to other individuals. And as a result, like being able to give of myself to others to increase their value, I get more satisfaction out of that than I do of thinking about what I've been able to amass or accrue or do to bring satisfaction to myself.
0: Okay. Warren, you wanted to jump in a little earlier?
2: Yeah, I did. Thank you for that so and this is to what rio was saying um and thank you for that for bringing that perspective up rio because that reminds me of this um this thing that i have and i feel like i may have said this before i think i said it to the, the fellas, fellows maybe not um on the podcast but um i feel like we people um universally i feel like we often um interchange terms and victory and success are often interchangeable. And I looked up victory, and victory is an act of defeating an enemy or opponent in a battle game or other competition. Uh, and what they have as a similar word for it, conquest, triumph, and success, right? So I think we are in this this very competitive, place this very like I, th- I think we are competitive people people are competitive I think you know it's been made that way we' need to fight for things we need to prove that we're better than um, blah blah blah. So I feel like there is this idea of of competition which leads us to needing this this thing right so to what Rio was saying, if we don't win the game, we're not successful. I, I do hear and agree with what Quan was saying, where if you learn how to do things, right? And I think that even touches back to the definition that Kwan, that he opened with, um, successful completion of a thing, right? So it's almost like you can be successful and then not successful, right? You can learn how to you know, play good defense. You can have great ball rotation, good movement and not win the game. So you'd be successful, successful, successful and then not. Um, so I think it's interesting how words kind of get changed and I think how different people kind of hold on to different things or value things differently because yeah I mean I can see how success and victory are absolutely synonymous which would absolutely go against this feeling of how can you feel successful if you didn't reach that goal you were trying to reach so I just thought it was an interesting thing to kind of put out there just reminding me of this this gripe that I have with things
0: it's uh. It's interesting because, like, for me, I know, I mean, we know all of us on this call, maybe some of our listeners who, who have got to know our personalities. I am wildly competitive. Um, But I don't necessarily, when I'm thinking about coaching, right, so me personally, I'm playing basketball or even even playing, like, mini golf. <laughs> I want to win at all costs, right? Not at all costs in terms of, like, alienating the people that are with me, but, like, just below that. Whatever is just below that is where i'm at um
1: <laughs> you've grown so much kevin you've just matured so hey. much i,
2: I think, oh, I think I, that means alienating strangers not the people he's with the other people making them more
0: difficult. <laughs> right um but um i think i think success a lot of the times and i guess this is the way this is a question for everyone too before i sorry for i just jammed the, the microphone hopefully i didn't hurt anybody's ears but anyway um I think it could be the process and not the destination. Right. So like, I, I do think you can be successful in these scenarios we kind of described and still lose the game. Um, Cause as Quan mentioned earlier, it, it it depends on what you identify as like your goal or your outcome. Right. So you bring this team together and being a coach changed this. I think before we got to old enough to be a coach and, and start coaching Blake or coaching other young kids, um, Obviously, I, I think I just wanted to win everything. Um, but the growth, and I think teachers experience this too. Like, not every kid in your class is going to get an A, but if you bring a kid up from a D to a B, you know that's a win. That's a success. Um, so I, I think the process um, is is part of it. And um, and you know, me going through some things more recently. I think I have more appreciation for the process. Like, you know, the process can be a success even if the end goal isn't what you thought it would be when you started down the journey. And, and maybe that's, maybe that, maybe that is, that part might be irrelevant. Um, to be honest, like maybe it's just getting up and doing the thing is what makes you feel good. And doing the thing has brought some level of satisfaction perhaps or, or accomplishment or, or, whatever word you want to use achievement into your life even if it's not the ultimate thing right so like maybe you know you set off you go to you know maybe you get an award and then you you go get your mba and you do this and you do all your um your networking you and you land a big job and then 15 years later you're not the ceo you're not the any other uh c-suite position maybe you're just uh you know an analyst or a manager and it's like cool like you went to a great school, you got your education you are you're, you're supporting yourself well, but like you're not you know you didn't become Steve Jobs, and it's like is that okay I think I think I will still call you successful um so I th- you know I think there's levels of it I think you know I think it's gonna sound uncapped and American of me, but I think Americans and maybe black Americans. I don't know if I can answer that for everybody else, but like, there is a pressure you put on yourself um, that I think we could be too hard on ourselves. So I I think there's obviously a cutoff, but I think once you, once you achieve something, right. I think we can be too hard on ourselves on evaluating. Like, did we make it? I think a lot of times the, the, the outlook is, if you have a little bit of success early, you have to be that one. You know what I mean? And I think, 10 or and maybe I'm speaking for myself to own that and it's like now I gotta go and do the all the amazing things. I gotta be that guy. And um and it could be hard. Um I lived it, you know, living it <laughs> and um it, it 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 puts a weight on yourself. Um and maybe no one else no one maybe no one in my family has actually ever said you have to go do these things, but then I, I embrace them as like now I have to do these things in this manner for me to look successful even though i don't actually feel the success on the inside that's a whole other piece of this but um but yeah i i've definitely experienced that like i think i think people and i'll I'll just say that can definitely limit themselves for some of that satisfaction by trying to do too much or like having the bar too high and not appreciating the journey like the journey is just as important the process is just as important as the destination because when you start off on a, on a journey in the beginning, maybe you think the destination, right, real. As we're climbing that mountain, maybe it's summertime and the mountain has flowers at the top. But if it takes us a long time, by the time we get to the top of that mountain, it might be snow capped and it's different. By the time we get to it and it's only snow, does it make it less? Like uh, is is it worse because it doesn't have the flowers anymore, or is it still that yeah we did this thing like I'm I'm here, I still I still did it, I should feel good, you know what I mean? So, um. I think we had to enjoy the process um, a little bit more, so I'll I'll stop there.
2: I think that speaks a lot to expectation. Um, I think it touches on purpose as well, right? I think there are a number of things that you touched on, you know, maybe incidentally, but I think that's really what it is because, you know, you ran through a lot of the feelings that come up with, you know, it's not enough to just do a thing, right? Your example of that student that goes from a D to a B. All right, a D to a C. Well, you're not great, but you did something. C to a B, it's not an A, but you did something, right? So I think there's this, there in a lot of situations, a lot of cultures and a lot of systems and a lot of uh, different instances, there uh, is this, whether it's real uh, or perceived, a pressure to to do a something thing. And I think depending on who you are and what the circumstances, you plural may take it upon yourself to get to a certain level. And if you don't reach that level, you are not successful. It's like all of your accomplishments underneath whatever that pinnacle is don't count because, you know, if you, if you ran, you know, like 97% of a marathon and couldn't finish, I didn't finish the marathon. And you ran almost all of it, right? So I think I think kind of see your point about the bar being set too high, I think we do that a lot. I know we do it in this society, in this culture because I think we are in a culture of producers and and trying to do and outdo and you know perform and outperform or overperform. And that's the measure. That's how we get recognized, though, right? The person that has, you know, the most rings ends up being the best. You know, the person that has the most gold albums or platinum albums is the best artist. And we use these things to measure success in different ways. And I think that's a process because remember, prior to you releasing that single that just went gold, you weren't doing anything. You were kind of hanging out just writing, scribbling in a notebook and just like, oh, I think this is cool. And then you went ahead and did it and and you made a mark. You made a name for yourself. But because it isn't a name as big as this other person, it's not a big deal. So I think there's a number – I think, Kevin, you're right. I think there's a whole lot that you brought up in that, and and I think it's important to really think about what's going on when we set these expectations for ourselves, when we have these um, journeys and courses for ourselves that we're going on and trying to take ourselves through to, to really see if – or to, to hope that we're not undervaluing the accomplishments that we've we've gotten along the way. Chris, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin.
3: I said a, a question to pose to you all. Um, how do you think social media has played into your mm. opinion of your success and uh, how you value or see yourself um, versus your peers? Because uh, I think that has a can have an effect
0: on certain people. So Is that question. toward me or to the group? It's to the entire group. Okay. Go ahead, Kwan.
1: Um. So this is, this is exciting. Um, so actually I, um, this is, this is actually a point that I was about to bring up internal versus external motivators. Um, for me, I, I only compete with myself. I see other people's success and I'm, I'm genuinely like good for them. Like I'm like, that's what's up. Like I'm glad they're able to accomplish those things and you know, I mean, I, I bet they put in a bunch of work, whatever, whatever. And honestly, I don't, I don't care if they did or didn't. For me, it's always like, well, how can I better myself? How can I best myself? What did, what did I do yesterday that I can improve upon and do better today, and then move that needle down the line, down and down and down and down and down. And I think, to that extent, I feel as though, and I don't, I don't know, I'm not in psychology or human behavior or anything like that. I feel like there's an evolution of. Um, motivation or an evolution of, of set of how we achieve satisfaction through what we're able to do. And if we call that success, then we call that success. But I feel like there's a, there's a point in which we stop comparing ourselves to other people. And we start to realize that as long as we give everything that we have, and we are constantly improving upon ourselves, things are going to happen that are gonna move us forward. We are going to have success in other areas and other capacities, and we are going to have achievements and accomplishments along the way. But if our goal is to get to these achievements and accomplishments, then oftentimes we're gonna find ourselves comparing and measuring ourselves to standards that we don't necessarily agree with, and then meeting those expectations or achieving that milestone then becomes hollow. However, if we are on this goal of like, I'm just going out here doing my absolute best on a consistent basis and accepting the results because I know that I'm giving everything that I have. So therefore, it doesn't matter what the outcome is. There's nothing else I could have done differently because I gave everything that I had to begin with. Then I think the satisfaction we get from that is that, look, I, I gave it my all. Some sometimes. I'm not going to come out. The outcome is not going to be maybe what I expected or what I intended. But at the end of the day, I'm satisfied with it because I know that I've given everything that I can. And there are some, and I, I, I can't help it, but I'm, I'm reminded of LeBron James in that all of these accomplishments and things that he's been able to do throughout his career. I feel as though his motivating factor he has some external obviously but there's also a lot internally where it's like he's not competing with guys on the court right now he's not competing with a lot of his contemporaries and peers he's not going there and being like I gotta be better than Steph I gotta be better than Dame I gotta be better than anybody else he's just like I need to go out here and give my best because my best is going to help my teammates my best is going to help myself and at the end of the day like I'm not going to be satisfied if I'm out here just trying to score the most points or trying to get the most boards or trying to get the most triple doubles or trying to win MVP every year. I'm just out here giving everything that I have so that at the end of the day, okay, we lost the game. We won the game, whatever. Like it is what it is. I I gave everything that I could do. I, I, I did everything in my power that I could have done and the outcome is the outcome. And we move on from there. And at the end of the day, you look back on your career and you're like, Oh shit! I accomplished this along the way. I did this. Oh, I didn't even know I was this. I did this. Oh, I did this. Oh wow! That that's pretty accomplished. And whether or not we define that as successful or not, almost doesn't matter because at at that point we've put everything that we could have into it. And so we just we live with the result. And I think in that we find satisfaction. For for those people that are able to do that, they find satisfaction in. Not only that journey, but in that result,
2: I very quickly uh offering a contrarian perspective, I think there i think it ends up being a little bit more difficult when there are others involved, right, which makes me kind of think about. Internal versus and en- external uh, stimulus, right? So, if LeBron isn't, let's say, let's say it's not LeBron. Let's say it's, you know, Johnny Random, you know, in the G League fighting for a spot
1: Oh on okay. X team. Can we make it better. Let's say Shakari Richardson.
2: So it's it's Johnny Random, uh, G League Hooper, <laughs> trying to trying to get a spot on the roster. He needs to be successful, right? So it's it's. I think it's. It, I think it's important to kind of make sure we're we're keeping it. I think it's important to keep it as a, as a as a specific thing because LeBron just doing the best LeBron is going to be different than doing than, than Johnny Random being the best Johnny Random because we're talking about levels of production. True. How, however to
1: mm-hmm. that what if johnny randall just isn't able to like that's a that's a reality johnny randall's best still might not be good enough for him to make the roster
2: just to be clear i'm saying johnny random i don't want anyone to think i'm, I'm talking sorry. about julius randall because <laughs> he's a Knick big he's john right.
1: johnny johnny random i'm sorry johnny random, if i said julius okay. Randall, you've already made so yeah okay so but what if what if johnny random just
2: isn't that material, right?
0: He's material to himself.
2: So, so I think it's so I think it's it's care, or, or, we need to be careful. He believes himself to be at to the end himself? Point. Yeah, he believes it. Yeah, it's confident. You gotta be.
0: You said material to who? You gotta be material to your own self.
1: No, I, I mean like he he believes that he is he is able to be on that roster, but the reality of it may be. He just simply may not be
2: good enough. Even at his absolute best, he still might not be good enough. That
0: but might remember, be true, but he still. Go ahead, Warren.
2: We're, we're, talk, we're talking about purpose, right? And I think that's the right. thing. Because again, if I came from nothing, you know, I haven't played in a bunch of years, and I'm like, you know, what? Let me dust off my sneakers and see if I can, I can compete and get back in the league for a little bit, even if it's a 10 day contract. That could be like, I just want to see if I can still do it. I want to see if I can get looks. I want to see if, if, if my name, what my name will make a conversation. So I think I think purpose ends up being this bigger driving factor. Like what is if John, if Johnny Random is trying to make it if his purpose is to get on the team and he isn't able to, maybe he's feeling he is not successful. If he is showing the best that he's showing of himself and he's not material, he may not make it, but then he may look at his own level of success like you know, Johnny, you you made it to to the G League. Like you again just a year ago, you were, you know, you weren't you were working at a job that you hated. Just thinking about this, and you got this far. So I think this is where we have to bring purpose back into the conversation because we're right now looking at what the definition of success is like. Kind of Tario's earlier point about winning the game: is it winning the game, or is it taking this team that didn't really have a shot to the finals? Because that, like Kevin was saying, that's super successful, but it depends on who's defining success. That's cool.
0: Love it. Part of this before we get too, too late on um, in the conversation is how much is enough? Um, so, you know, you've had your success. You, you Maybe you're satisfied. When do you when do you hang it up? When do you when do you say it's enough? When do you or when are you just like, all right, I'm going to hit the pause button, and just let this thing ride out. You know, some of the examples that I mean, we've been talking about sports, but like Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady, um, there's an article that we might have talked about this a little while ago his goal wasn't Joe Montana. His goal was Michael Jordan. He got to Michael Jordan and then he passed Michael Jordan. So like, and he's still playing going on 45 years old. And I don't think, I think there's only been a handful of players that have played as long as him. And I don't think anyone has played as long as him as well as him for that span of time. How much is enough? You know, if he gets to eight rings or nine rings, is that enough? Is 10 enough? Like, and I know that that kind of matters to each person, but, kind of framing it in that way a lot of people said he should retire he, there's nothing else for him to do um heard mcgee our, our college basketball coach is 80 some years old like what else are you doing coach k what else are we doing um
1: actually I heard he's about to retire
0: i know yeah, he's going to retire yeah. coach k too i mean both of those are going to retire i'm just saying but like how you know using that to say all right am i supposed to go till i'm 75 80 till i but die I on the court bro, like you know i don't think you put an age on any of that type stuff again, if you still got,
4: like, a passion or a drive for it, like, you're going to do that as long, you know, as you want, like, we were just, we were just hooping last week, and, you know, granted, I'm not hooping professionally, I'm doing it, you know, recreationally, I'm doing it for exercise and stuff like that, I'm going to hoop to both my knees break, like, I'm, because I'm, because, because the passion for the game, it doesn't go anywhere, so, like, um, you know, even now, you know, I, I get ailments with my knees and my ankles and stuff like that. None of that stuff gets in my way of getting out there, like, because I have a passion for it. I still have a drive for it. And again, I'm not doing this to, like, my goal is to have a good time and exercise. Like, those are my goals. So I'm successful cell. every time. And, and, and you know, if I could issue a little hell in the cell, <laughs> by all means, it's a super good day if I get to do that. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> a decree or two. A de- a but, decree. Hell in a cell.
4: But by doing those things, I'm successful every time and I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied every time I walk off the court. So I don't like I don't think if for those types of things, like it, it's not about success. It's not even about satisfaction. Like he still gets satisfaction by throwing up pads on and, and 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 lacing up his cleats. Like he still gets satisfaction from doing that. So like, you can't put a time limit on that type stuff. Like,
0: you can't. Really well said. What would you say, Chris?
3: No, I was going to say, I mean, like, real spot on, man. Like, if you if you have a passion to drive for it and you're still successful, um, then, yeah, uh, I think, you then you know, why, why, why stop? If you're still successful, you're still productive. Tom Brady is super freaking productive at 45 years old, and he has a passion for it. So, um, there's no age. Herb McGee, you know, he's productive. He, he He's a passion for it. It's it's his purpose in life is to give back and to you know and to help more young men. So like why stop? That's all yeah,
0: I I, I'm with you guys 100%. Like I think you you ride it till the wheels fall off. The thing about satisfaction and one of the things you know we talked about earlier is like I, I don't feel satisfied all the time. It is like real hit it on on hit the nail on the head. And I don't think he intended to leaving the court like after it was a good one like. <laughs> this is good that was good yo like it's it's not much better than that <laughs> like it's not much better than that years ago it was it was a snow day um shout out to james jackson it was it was us hughes hughes is open whatever on this snow day or maybe it was a summer i think it was a snow day though And we played for like five hours like everything was closed but Hughes was open we just ran he's like yo good basketball is better than sex and i was like yo that's satisfying in a different kind of it's, way. It's, it's very comparable. It is. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it's very comparable. It's satisfying in a different kind of way, and 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 it stands true. So like, yeah, I, I mean, if Tom Brady gets that feeling from lacing him up, as you said, I, I would tell him to play it forever. But um, yeah, that, those are my. I think that's 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 all I got. I like that, but um, I want to hear from everybody else.
1: Um, I think on the, on the Tom Brady take, I think he's so used to being able to just execute at such a high level. And I think the way he sees and understands the game, he still finds it challenging and fun. And I think that's what, that's kind of like his, his motivating. It's like, like I if I can, as long as I can still do this, like the, I'm enjoying, like being able to manipulate the defense or like create these little scenes and rivets and, and creases and, and do these, do these things. And like these X's and O's of football, like I, I enjoy it because I'm able to still be able to do it. And it's, I, I find that satisfaction in it. And he's, you know, he's obviously super competitive as well. For me in terms of of having enough, um, bro, that's I that's a that's a tough question. I don't again, I think it goes back to like me just being selfless. I don't I've recently just been in these moments of just taking everything in and taking stock of kind of where I am and where I've come from. And when I was younger, and I was, Warren and I were talking about this earlier today, like when I was younger, I never could see like how I was supposed to do a lot of these things. I knew I wanted to have a house. I knew I wanted to, you know, maybe get a car or, you know, do all these different things in my life. I didn't, I never understood like how that was supposed to actually happen. And I always thought that like, well, when I get older, I'll figure it out. And, 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 you know, maybe maybe if I get this job then this will lead into this and then I can do this and you know, mortgages and no clue. And, and to be fair, like in in some respects, like that's kind of how it happened. Like once I got older, I I did find myself in their positions. And then I learned stuff kind of on, on the fly, but just kind of sitting back and really kind of taking, taking stock of everything. It, it's just amazing to, to come from, you know where to to be on this journey that I've been on um and to have done some of the things that I've done you know to have been an assistant athletic director at one point in time and then to to leave that job to you know to start a different job in a in a slightly different industry and then to leave that job to go into something else and to to be able to do all those things and then to end up here you know um is is something you know, very special and something that's, that's very incredible. And, and I'm humbled by just the fact that these things have happened, you know, for me, and I've been able to not only be blessed, but also bless others, you know, along this journey um, that I've been able to have. So having enough is, is I've always felt like I've I've had more than enough. And I've always felt super appreciative and, and blessed to be able to have just a little bit that, that I've had. And I, I think for me, I've always had this notion in the back of my mind that it can always be taken away. At some point in time, something can happen and then everything is taken away. And I don't know what that is. And I it's I don't know if it's a, it's a fear or an anxiety, but it's it's something like a, just a constant reminder that, you know, failure is always possible. It's not inevitable, but it's always possible. There's always something that you can do. You can step out of, you know, the path you're supposed to be on or step out of place and, you know, make a wrong decision and jeopardize a lot of things. And so that's always been something that's, you know, kind of kept me from from going too far um, off my path. But having enough, I've always felt just fortunate and blessed um, with, with what I have. And it's, it, it's humbling like truly humbling because there have been so many times where i was like damn this shit is about to go sideways and everything's about to be gone but here i am and here i stand <laughs> um
4: i want to chime in on a couple of things because i missed out on a few actually um i missed out well i didn't i didn't get to answer chris chris's question in regards to uh i guess the 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 impact of social media in regards to success. Um,
3: nobody answered I, it real, so thanks for asking.
4: So nobody I answered the question. No, because oh. Quan, Quan, Quan touched, it. touched on it. Yeah, Quan touched on it Quan, as far as it, it being like a, a weird, like a, like a different form of like motivation.
3: He didn't answer the
1: question.
4: Yeah, he did. He yeah. ran for like 10 did. minutes. Yeah. No,
1: he did. He did. And um you, you know I'm long-winded. Don't ask me questions.
4: <laughs> but as much as, I mean, I, I do see people, I guess, attempting to use, you know, to, to post things and, and, and like, you know, lavish things and stuff like that as, like, a tool for motivation. I actually, I see it, like, and from, like, another perspective as far as, like, that, that can put people in depression. Like, people can look at that and say, like, I will never achieve something like that. It may be something they aspire or something they want, but they may have, like, they may be in a mindset of, like, I could never get that and become depressed from, you know, those types of images or, or, uh, you know, videos and things like that. So as much as I can, I see, you know, people post, uh, you know, the, 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 the bands of money and, you know, the jewelry and the exotic cars. And, you know, when they go away on these trips and stuff like that, like, oh, this is just motivation. You can, you can do these types of things too, but people may not know how, like, okay, how, can I get myself in a position to do those types of things? And if I don't see myself ever getting in a position to do those types of things, I see all the stuff you're doing as hella unattainable, and could just make me angry, and you know, could take me down a totally different path. So yeah, I, I definitely social media definitely has a has a huge impact on on how people view success and, and satisfaction. But as much as people state that it's positive. I don't always feel as if it has a positive effect. I feel like it definitely has a negative effect as well. <sighs> I feel like I miss so much because every time, like literally every time I tried to say something somebody else had a really, really good point. I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna let you speak. <sighs> what else was it? Uh, as far as satisfaction being um, like, what was it? When it's something like, is it ever enough or something like that? I feel like that's something that's forever evolving. So I don't feel like you can, again, be successful at something and then be like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm done. That's it. I feel like it's another chapter. It's another journey. Like, you are going to attempt to be successful at something else. It may not be something that is, you know, I need to be successful at something for something monetary or financial. It could be something, you know, as far as personal growth. But I feel like that's something that's forever changing when you move on to the next, like the next goal or task or whatever the case may be, it, it may not always be the same thing because I feel like the older you get, your priorities change. And, you know, a lot of people that listen, they know, uh, I have a story that's kind of similar to, to Kev's story. The, like the Kwan said something about, uh, fearing about like losing it all, like, uh, that, that, uh, I guess that fear of failure and like how it's like, it's not inevitable, but it's very possible at like any time. I feel like I experienced that at some point in my life. Like I feel like I experienced some point of failure. The blessing in that though is, is that I felt like I gained something out of that failure. So, which is crazy, which is, you know, which is crazy to say, I couldn't say this, you know, while I was in it or while I was going through it, but um, coming out of it and, and thankfully for having hindsight, I can say I gained a lot from, you know, and learned a lot of things from those, you know, failures or, or those, those things I lost, whether they were, um, figurative or, or, uh, like tangible, literal things. Like I felt like I gained a lot and yeah, I don't, I don't want to say successful, but I, I, and I, I kind of don't want to say satisfied. I guess I can say satisfied, maybe, maybe, maybe I definitely can't use successful in any way, shape or fashion because it was completely unsuccessful. But I don't know, I guess, I guess the growth that came from that, I, I, I'm satisfied with that, though. Like the fact that something came out of that, that was, you know, some possibly could have viewed as ugly, or, or, you know, it's, it's such a negative thing. Like, a lot of good came out of that. I know, for me personally, like a lot of good came out of that. Um, and I have like a great appreciation for that. though. And, and I mean, that helps me a lot of that stuff that I gained from those situations helped me in my current and future you know endeavors or or goals and things like that. so as much as that can be viewed as an unsuccessful and I probably should not be satisfied, like I actually gained some type of satisfaction out of like a very negative you know time of my life, and then that changes the perspective on things that. I valued them maybe one way, and that's going back to Warren's point about like the value of things like I may have valued achieving this position and making this type of money, you know, per year to now just having quality people around me to feed me positive energy, like maybe working on my circle to 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 making sure that that's I have people around me that that have my best interest at heart at all times and things like that. Yeah, I mean that's all very uh you know, all those things definitely tie into perspective.
0: Thanks, bro. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that man. Head on that. Uh, um I wanna circle back before everybody else goes in, just to answer Chris's question. And he's a real I'll drop some gems just now. Um I do think it's much easier and harder on each on, on ourselves, I think. To look at social media and compare yourself, um, or to try to take stock of, of how someone got to where they were and why your path is different, or why you might be delayed, or why it's not the same. I I I, I don't do that, but I know it's easy to um, to do that. You know, so you know I try to congratulate folks, um, if not directly on Facebook, then then mentally. Um, and just like, oh, that's that's dope they got that off. And sometimes I'll write it, depending on how close I am to the person. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot more measuring sticks, perhaps, right? And I think it's one thing to see that and perhaps feel envious or jealous or um, how they do it. But for me, when I see it, if it's something that's dope, I'm like, ah, all right, now I got to try and get there. Like, how do I get there, too? Like, you know, I use it as motivation. Um. So I don't necessarily feel shortchanged or like I, I missed out on something, um, Chris, but like, I definitely like, you know, if someone went to like, this happens all the time. I get, I get, tra- I get travel, uh, travel uh, envy. I just said, I don't get envy as I do. Um, if someone's like South of France, it's like, yo, I've never been over there. This looks amazing. I'm like I gotta go now. I d- I'll definitely do that. So, um, so yes, yeah, social media definitely gives me, um, that kind of like all right i gotta i gotta take one of those kind of big time trips to like to feel good about things so there you go chris
1: i could just imagine kevin the house of france just being like i'll sit here! <laughs> he'd be like all right i'm ready to go home <laughs> wow
2: uh, let me uh
4: kevin wow. be over there He's gonna take a picture of the scarf on
2: facts <laughs> Just and a second. And a and a baguette.
4: Yes. <laughs> with a croissant. Yes. Oh, this is delicious. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Let
2: me let me drop my two cents. Um and so to Chris's question, uh folks know that I don't really spend too much time on social media. Um, so it's not really a motivation for me, but I think it, it, it mostly aligns with Kevin's point of I try not to I try not to use anybody else's story to impact mine. I know what I want to do. I know what I, what I have to do. I know what's important to me. So what is important to you is great for you, but that's not my story. So I don't need to write it or read it or be a part of it in that way. So I don't, so social media doesn't really, I don't connect to social media like that in that way. And to Kevin's question about, uh, when is enough? When it when is enough, right? When is it enough? When do we have enough? And I mean, this may sound silly, but for me enough is enough, right? Um, I don't need a ton of anything. I don't need or want anything. Like I'd love to have a million dollars in my bank account, but if I have enough to pay my bills and go out every now and then to just kind of, you know, live the lifestyle that I've chosen to live, I'm good. So, yeah, for me, I mean, it, it's, it's just being able to do the things I want to do or feeling like I have checked whatever boxes I have I have designed or assigned to myself is enough for me. I think, and, and not to spend too much time talking about society, but I feel like we're in a society where we, we the goal is to have more of, right? Keep getting more and more and more, acquire, get more, want more, do more, 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 more. And for me, that's sure, but it's a lot of energy that I don't feel like putting into that race or that process. I like to spend the time I have doing the things that are important to me, spending the time with the people that are important to me. And if I have the means to do those things, then I have enough. So for me, I guess the bare minimum is enough, if that may make it a little bit clearer.
1: Warren, I'll take that and I'll raise you. I think
2: society is about having more than. It's definitely, yes, it is. I, yes, I think both both are true. I think it's having more than what you had before, because if I say, all right, Quan, uh, you get a job for $80,000, you want a job for $100,000, because it is something that I think the design is there. But you're right. I think more than the next person, more than what the average is, more than something. So you're absolutely right. Absolutely.
0: All right. Um, Quan, would you like to close this out?
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, I'm actually going to do something a little different Um, to our our listeners, whoever you may be. um, What does it mean to have success in life? Something to mull over with you and your friends. And additionally, what does it mean to be satisfied with your life?
0: All right. Well, listen, uh, fans, listeners, um, we thank you for listening to this episode of the Fellas 5 Podcast. Um, You know, we'd love if you told a friend to to tell a friend to come check us out. Um, You can find us uh, most places, podcasts are listened to. Um, We look forward to uh, hopefully hearing from you and letting us know how this episode was. And, uh, you know, look forward to chatting with you again next week. Y'all take care.